Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Gambit Podcast. This is a Grand Arena and Territory War-focused podcast. I am Solo Base 15. I'm here with my good friend, Zareth. Zareth, how are you tonight? I'm doing well, Solo. I'm lamenting the lack of production that this podcast has. <laughs> yeah, well, it's pretty... We need you to uh, set up some sound effects to just hit buttons and have things happen. <laughs> we need to set, yeah, maybe that. Maybe I'll put that. Put my six-year-old on it. He's been he's been trying to make <laughs> like really interesting videos with sound lately. So there we I'm go. Sure we can get some sound effects. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know what age group we're going to be interested in them, but <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, and. Of course, I'm referencing, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners actually know about this too, but uh, in case you missed it, Solo and I appeared on the, um, on a podcast, the Escape Podcast, um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're way bigger podcast than ours, and, you know, they've been around for a, a while longer, a significant while longer, and it was really cool. They had us as guests, uh, so uh, that'll actually be linked in the uh, show description uh, down below if you guys want to check that out. Uh, we were in, like, their third segment, and, you know, they do a lot of really great things. The thing that, you know, uh, as just a, a fledgling newbie at uh, podcasts, like, the thing that really stuck out to me, though, was their production value. <laughs> yeah, so they... they uh... They definitely have a lot more going on with that than we do. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, like, you could literally have one thing going on. <laughs> and you, true. And that would be true. Like, they have, like, a significant advantage over us <laughs> with one <laughs> with one added piece of production. <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but their, their stuff is really well done, actually. You know, but yeah. beyond, yeah. beyond, like, the, the, like awful comparison like why would someone compare their production value to ours but um you know that and and here it sounds like i'm just slagging us hey it what we do is fun it's been great um you know and we we are actually looking into some production stuff uh we've started talking about that so that's that's in the future folks who are listening and sick of the you know lack of like vacation to naboo um <laughs> You know, random ads that people have, like, so, you know, and eventually maybe we'll get big enough. People will want to put ads on our uh, podcast. That's when we become fancy. Indeed. I know we, we can dream one, one day, one day we aspire to be fancy. <laughs> All right. So, um, we can move into our first segment, which is news. And, um, you know, the one thing really that has happened since last week uh, is that General Skywalker had that bug. I think we talked about it a little bit last episode. Um, that bug is no longer a bug. It's a feature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At, you know, it's really a pain that it's a feature for when I try and counter this team with CLS. But I gotta be honest, in Arena, it's making my climb a little easier because both Skywalkers are ending up kneeling at the same time. 
<laughs> so I don't have to use one more hit to get his Skywalker down when mine goes down. So, as annoying as it is, at the same time, I'm saying let's just go with it. Yeah, I I guess I'm okay with it. It's frustrating to me because I invested a lot into that Commander Luke team. Like it, it could be significantly lesser investment, and you know they'd still be able to do everything I want them to do, except sometimes kill this uh, General Skywalker team. Um, you know, it, it's it is just frustrating to me because I I invested a lot, and now I it's not like a reliable counter for me anymore. On my climb today, I. I used Commander Luke and I had to retry like three different times. I just, you know, that I failed more than I usually do, uh, even with the new bug. Uh, but the fact is, like, it's not consistent enough for Grand Arena now. Yeah, that that is a problem. Um, but I've, I mean, I've been keeping General Skywalker for offense anyway, so... I liked having the flexibility previously, but it's not going to affect me all that much. Right, right. Well, uh, you know, I'm glad it doesn't affect you. It affects me a lot because <laughs> I, I hate, you know, first, I would love to keep Skywalker on defense every single time. That That's my preference, um, you know, and he's that it's just because it. It's not it's not a thing like I think I don't know that he's ever gonna get another stop. I think people are just generally going to be prepared to deal with him, but the fact is he's um he's just really good at stealing banners. Like it's really hard to kill him efficiently. Yes. Uh that that is the one perk of him on defense, but at the same point I never had to worry about losing a match when I had him on offense, which is why he was there. Um, and especially now that CLS is even more questionable, you know, it, it just makes sense to have him on offense in my mind. Uh, well, uh, to each his own, I would rather him just be on defense, but, um, you know, if, if you're okay with being uh, extraordinarily inefficient, like solo guys, then, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so. Actually, relevant to this, um, our, our buddy Clash just recently came out with a video. I think it's like tonight, actually, and the whole internet's blowing up about it. Um, you know, it's pretty interesting. Uh, you know, when I linked it to Solo, he was like, oh, yeah, I've already seen that. And it was like, <laughs> it was like an hour old. So, you know, <laughs> uh, it's... It's pretty interesting, though. There's there's a team that he he showed. He demonstrated um, Stormtrooper Han as leader can beat General Skywalker, and and consistently. Um, and uh, you know, basically, the video showed. Let's see. The team is Stormtrooper Han as lead, uh, and then Han and Chewie, and uh, Watt and Vendor Chewbacca. And, you know, and a couple of the keys were you need to have uh, a stormtrooper Han needs to have guard. So you need to kind of uh, finagle things that way. Um, you know, make sure that he doesn't, that he has the least health, combined health and protection besides Han. Um, and then uh, beyond that, it's like if, if your Han is faster than their general Skywalker, then you can generally, he said, like I, I actually, I am him. 
or DM'd him. I don't know what the difference is. Um, we talked, and he said that it's 100% reliable if your Han is faster than General Skywalker. Yeah. Which, for the most part, isn't that hard of a thing to do. Because most people don't mod, mod Skywalker for uh, speed. I, I, know, I think my Skywalker is only like 220-something, quite frankly. Um, yeah, mine is ridiculously slow. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, like it, it seems pretty doable. And and then um, right after that, Endel Bial was messaging me, and he was like, I, "It's legit. It's really good. Like, <laughs> I, I think it's, you know, he he already tested it, and it, apparently it's working for him. And he only has a relic three stormtrooper Han, so." Uh, you know, pretty cool. I can't quite do it. Solo can't do it yet either. We don't have a yeah. seven star watt. Uh, so that's a couple weeks from now. But uh, we also only have gear 12 vendors. Or is yours even gear 12? I, I feel like I made fun of you for how low he, how low gear he was at one no, point. No, no. I've had Vandor at G12 for quite some time because I have a firm belief that you've if you put a Zeta on someone, they should be G12. I agree with that. Or at least you should make it your priority to make them G12. Vandor is currently G12 plus two for me. Nice. Mine's 12 plus three. Oh, big spender over there. Uh, (laughs) We we could totally, we could totally do a challenge solo. (laughs) No, I'm not seriously suggesting that. (laughs) Um, I wouldn't actually be that far off from G12 plus 5, except for he needs two of the same piece, which is kind of a killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing that's killing me as well. Um, You know, he's been on my favorites list forever. Uh, You know, I got L3 up to gear 13, and then Vander was going to be next. And then I kept having other projects. Right. Yes. Um. But, uh, you know, there there was actually a couple things. This team is pretty interesting. Um, you know, so assuming you get it all the way up and ready, you know, and it's, it is this consistent, awesome counter, like, uh, you know, Solo and I had a couple different things that we were talking about, uh, you know, after I shared it. And the thing that I said, uh, you know, that stuck out to me was you can have Commander Luke be the leader or, or whatever, just join a, another team, but you you have Commander Luke available you know, to be able to play with rebels or whatever, whatever Commander Luke's do when he doesn't have uh, Han and Chewie with him. Yeah, I really don't know how I would end up using him, to be quite honest. Yeah, uh, like he might just be good on defense, frankly. Like as a team that counters things, and mine yeah. is relic four. Like he's not going to be destroyed by something easy. Right. You know, a CLS 3PO Ezra Chase. Right. Like, what What? What do you use to beat that? Like, you could probably use First Order, maybe. Yeah. I think you could probably use Treya, too. Oh, yeah. I, I would love it if someone wanted to use their Treya on that team. True. Yeah. But, I don't know. Or, or he's just a good... 
you know, oh crap button when you fail an attack in Grand <laughs> Arena. And, you know, you're like, what can I even use? And then it's like, oh, I have Luke. Like, he can target outside of, you know, out past taunting. Um, he can dispel. Like, he, he does a ton of really useful things. And if he's not necessary for that team, like, it, it's just, uh, it, he's undoubtedly going to be a good resource to have available. Yeah, I mean, I remember back in the old arena meta days with, uh, what was it? It was the JTR trio, and then I would use Thrawn and CLS and still beat all the Night Sister teams. <laughs> Probably wouldn't do that now, but I could, especially with <laughs> all of them relic up. Yeah, sounds legit. <laughs> um, I liked your point too, Solo. Um, you know, uh, which is funny because I was just making fun of you for uh, being inefficient, but you were saying you like how few banners are lost because typically the videos the Clash showed at least, like one of the times Stormtrooper Han died, uh, but he has guard, so he's, he's he can't be crit, so he's just really tough to to dislodge. And the time right. that Clash did that, it, he was he admitted himself he was being greedy, you know, for more banners or, or rather, you know, like he was trying to win with more health and protection, something like that. Yeah. Um, and that's great. I, I would love to, you know, my last time I did General Skywalker Mirror in Grand Arena, I, I dropped nine banners. Right. Well, the two main uh General Skywalker counters rely on somebody dying and sacrificing themselves between either fives in the mirror match or old Ben on the CLS team. Um, it'd be good not to sacrifice somebody. Right. Well, cause that's minus three banners just to start with. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, go, guys go check that out. I will link it in our, uh, audio description or our show description uh if you're on here so uh if not just search for uh clash uh swgoh on youtube and he'll his his site will pop up or his channel and then you can find it for yourself i think he named it something really dramatic actually let me see i think i can did. find it yeah let's see <laughs> the end of the Skywalker meta. <laughs> <laughs> because everybody has the R7 Vandor and can afford to R7 Vandor with JTR right now. <laughs> well, that, that's the thing that I'm, it's killing me right now. Like I just recently put Relic 5 on Stor on First Order Stormtrooper. And I know people have the rage about, you know, putting relics and gear on all these characters. And I am just, I'm just loving putting, <laughs> putting all these relics on First Order. I don't know. I've always loved this squad. So it's been fun, but like... I still need Relic 5 on First Order Officer. I need Relic. I need two more Relic levels on Kylo Ren Unmasked. Um, you know, four more, <laughs> five, five more maybe Relics on Kylo Ren uh, Original. So I I can't afford like putting Relic 7 on Vander right now. Like oh, maybe, yeah, no. maybe after I've unlocked Kylo and before I start working on Rey, maybe. Right. I need, yeah. And hopefully this week we get the next three requirements, um, which, though, will just set us three more kind of tunes in the hole before you can even think about Vandor. 
Yeah. Like what, what, um, what do you think they're going to be? Oh, I don't know because here's what I know. It's not going to be, it's not going to be Holdo because the following segment, you're going to need Holdo's ship. So they're not going to have you gear her up now. So it won't be Holdo. So I, I don't know how lore wise you can't or you don't have BB-8 there because BB-8's there every step of the way with Ray. So you have to have BB-8. And then the question is, do they do Rose and somebody else? Or is it just BB-8 and the two new Finn and Poe? And I'm kind of, you know, straddling the fence of not knowing which way they want to go. Yeah. Or is it going to be um, looking at his friends for the last time, 3PO? <laughs> <laughs> no, it it won't be. <laughs> it should. <laughs> and I don't know if it should be, because 3PO and R2, they were in the movies, but were they really... Well, actually, I guess 3PO was a lot more in this movie. But still, I, I can't imagine 3PO. I would love it, because mine is already relic level two um i can't imagine them using 3po though yeah i agree or or r2 for that matter right. first off they're too the cynical part of me says they're too universal and everyone's already got them relict or has really good incentive to do it anyways and so they're not right. going to make as much money yeah. you know as if they required if, if rose has to be relic five people will people who said they're going to quit if they have to do that will not quit they will um just be annoyed and then they'll put relic <laughs> they'll put relic five on rose and yeah. um you know including me i don't want to do it either but like that's going to make them way more and so so that's my cynical side but then the other side is exactly what you said like uh, r2 and 3po don't belong only to the sequel trilogies the bb8 100 percent does Right. I if, I will legitimately be angry if BB-8's not required, just because of how kind of pivotal BB-8 is to the entire trilogy. He is. I mean, he's even in that show Resistance. Not that that was a good show, <laughs> but, but like, you know, he they recognize that he's important. Right. And this has nothing to do with me already having him G-13. Nothing <laughs> at all. You said you're going to be angry. Are you threatening to quit? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just going to throw something. <laughs> I won't quit. I'll just rage on the inside. Well, hold that in, you know, until our next <laughs> show. And maybe we can do the throwing something live. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and we don't have video associated with this uh, podcast yet. So um, people will just have to listen for it. <laughs> You'll just hear a thud. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, I wonder what that was. But you'll never, they'll never know. <laughs> no, no, they won't. I'm like, oh, did you throw something? Yes. Yes, I did. Very well. <laughs> so uh, on the other side of things, uh, you know, the, the first order is, it, it's more questionable even still. Like, I... Uh, let's see. So we need we need three more characters. So in my mind, here here's the breakdown of what we're going to need. Um, 
for the remaining two weeks. And I've been wrong about my other predictions about their, uh, you know, like the way they were going to do week two and their, the way they're going to deploy it. So who knows? <laughs> but my, my theory is they're going to say um, the next week is going to be three characters and two of them are going to be the two, uh, the two new characters. And then there's going to be one other random character, um, you know, like BB-8 uh, for yeah. resistance. And then the week four will be a capital ship plus the three main fighters yeah. for that section. Yeah, I think Hux, Sith, or Red Panda, need to call him Red Panda, uh, and Special Forces TIE pilot are going to be the three required this week. Yeah, it'll probably be special forces because for some reason, well, because this tie used to be good. I I have a gear twelve first order tie pilot. Oh yeah, I used him all the time in uh, my old target lock team way back in the day. And you know what? He is actually with, under Huck's lead. I haven't done it. I haven't done it too often. In three v three, I did it a couple times though. First order tie pilot hits really really hard. Yeah. Yeah, he's, you know, because uh, he has that, he has all that extra offense from Huck's lead, and he is indifferently to, modded to the extreme. Like, I, I honestly, I maybe he has the right sets, but he certainly doesn't have good speed or anything <laughs> on him. Like, uh, you know, because I don't use, I never use him for anything right. other than you know maybe his ship, incidentally. So, uh, but a lot of people do have them gear 12 compared to special forces tie pilot. So you're probably right on that. Yeah. The cynical in me is going to win with CG here. Um, <laughs> the, I mean, they have to use special forces somehow because nobody, nobody uses him. Right. I can't remember. I guess. You know, uh, on our counter sheet, I, I have a couple of references of taking him out, but he was never impressive. Like, right. I shouldn't have needed to take him out because he sucked and people shouldn't have been using him. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> you know, if we're, I'm just saying like it is. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what people say. Um, but, yeah, it he's not, he's not good. And... Neither, neither is the other tie pilot. But well, right. the thing is, I, it, you know, if we have those ships, I bet the ships will have some kind of a GP threshold. So that kind of implies that we have to, you know, farm those. Right. Plus, when uh, Hux gets his ship, you're going to want the first order ships anyway. So that's probably going to include the special forces tie fighter. So, as you've probably heard, I spoke a lot about gearing up Resistance. Zareth, you spoke a lot about gearing up First Order. We're going for different Galactic Legends. Uh, what was it that made you go for New Kylo as opposed to New Rey? You know, um, I, I do like both factions. I, I think my preference has always been a little toward First Order, though I don't think that that specific thing... Um, Really, you know, my preference for them necessarily came into it. Um, you know, th there are a few reasons, though, that I would prefer to uh, farm Kylo. First off, uh, the Resistance characters, the new ones, are going to be fantastic already with Jedi Training Ray as lead. 
they are going to be legitimately powerful and like really good for Grand Arena. Like it's going to be kind of an idealized Grand Arena squad, and therefore, uh, like I, you don't necessarily need Ray Three. I mean, I don't know how powerful Ray Three is going to be. She might end up being amazing, like just the best thing ever. And you know, I'll regret having gone for First Order. Um, you know, it that's but that's outside of my control. What I do know is that that squad is going to be really strong without her there. Um, you know, they'll be they'll be relevant in Grand Arena. For First Order, you have Red Trooper, which he does a lot of good things. He's really strong at, at high relic levels. And you have Hux, who's also good. But the faction is pretty disjointed currently. We're like, we don't really know what's going on with them. Um, you know, what's going to happen with them the new kit for Kylo is going to shed a lot of light on it, of course, but uh, he's not uh, like right now the the best team is in question, probably something involving red trooper and Hux, but we don't really know, you know, it seems like a waste. Like I really like Hux's lead and I like <laughs> Kylo Ren's lead. Seems like it would be nice to have some, uh, you know, have some kind of a solution to that. Um, and it seems like everything is hinging on Kylo 3 to kind of cure that. Also, I I just think that First Order right now, like even with Hux and Red Trooper, they're not going to be, you know, they're still going to be a B-level team, like a really strong B-level team, but they'll still be a B-level team. They need that boost up with the new, uh, with new Poe and Finn. That maybe they'll still be uh the that Jedi training rate team would be a B level team, but I think that it might bump it up to you know a step higher than that as well. So, uh, you know, I I just think that first order have the most to gain, and uh, honestly, the other piece of it is I've been able to farm Hux and Red Trooper for a while now, and Poe is not even farmable. He's the the minimum he's going to be farmable is in four weeks from now like start being farmable. So I'll be done with Hux and Red Trooper probably before uh, before Poe is even close to done. So I'll have that available sooner. I So the one thing I'm going to say about that is I would not count on that just because Hux got released free-to-play farmable, I think it was three weeks early. Um it was definitely off cadence because I think he was only in shipments for two weeks before he was farmable. So it would not surprise me if the new resistance heroes become farmable this week or next. Sure. Uh, you know, and they can do anything. I'm just going off of my, you know, kind of observations of sure. the way they've done the operated in the past. But but yeah, like Poe, they might make both of them farmable. But but Poe isn't even in shipments yet, and I assume that the way they release things makes them more money. So uh, you know, and, and not that they're not that they're just always out to make all the money, you know. But they they are a business, and I think that they have these certain practices in place, you know, to maximize some of their profits. So like, it seems unlikely to the extreme that he's only going to be in shipments for like a week before they release him. Yeah, I actually have it pulled up now. Um, Hux and Sith Trooper were in shipments for two weeks before they became free-to-play farmable. It looks like 
uh, Poe is set, you know, if you go by their cadence, to hit shipments next week. Cool. So we still have about three. If they follow that same cadence, then they they would potentially still have three weeks until we can farm him, which, right. you know, that, that does give Hux and Red Trooper a head start. But also oh, yeah. if they put they put that Poe, like the, the guild store is actually still on the table. Like they haven't said anything to take it off the table. If they put him in there, like I could farm him up real quick in that store. Yeah, that would be mean at the same time, though. Cause how am I supposed to farm hollow projectors if they do that? With crystals. Yeah, solo. it would have to be. Um, but I'd prefer not to spend crystals if I didn't have to on hollows. I agree. You know, and they say that that store <laughs> is, uh, you know, is still on the table. But the last character that was released there was young Han Solo. Right. So it's not actually on the table. Prove no. me wrong, CG. Prove me <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think I could have him farmed in... Pro the, with the amount of guild currency we get now, I could probably have him farmed in a week if a new character goes into that store. I'm completely making that up, and somebody's going to check my math and tell me how wrong I am. But it's not going to be that long of a time. It's not far off. I mean... You know, it, it all depends on if you want to refresh the store. But I remember when young Han Solo was um, was released and I, I farmed him. I, I had just enough saved up and I could stay just ahead of the, the crunch for it that I did right. get him farmed in the minimum amount of time. Like, you know, 20 shards a day. It, it, it adds up pretty dang quick. Yeah, that it does. Because we need what? It's... Uh... Well, about for us, we have we have eighty to start with because yeah. we we're, we're we're like super dolphins. No, we're like <laughs> we're like not not quite dolphins, maybe. Um, so yeah, without, we spent yeah. on that pack. Without refreshing the store, it would take us about twelve days. Yeah, which you know, it's it takes at my current rate with two refreshes on each of the hard nodes for red trooper and hux i'm getting five shards per day so a hundred shards for that is like 20 days yeah like it yeah it just takes a long time um and it that's that's for a hundred shards is all um, <laughs> right not, so not, yeah. not mentioning the other 150 you got there Right. So, you know, Poe really could be on the same level. And honestly, Cantina isn't my favorite thing, but if they put him on an eight node, which they won't, but if they did, then, you know, you could farm him up real quick then too. Right. Well, Cantina would be just devious as well because everybody's racing to put relics on all their tunes and you can't farm relics and a cantina farm at the same time. I will be shocked if one of the two resistance characters isn't on the cantina, actually. I agree. I, I honestly agree with you on that one because it just makes too much sense for them. Um, it, it does. It, it, yeah. So there you go. Bold prediction. <laughs> Poe is Cynical. going to cantina. Yep. 
cynical prediction. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's just how it is. So what, you know, you asked me why I farmed uh, or I'm going for Kylo. Uh, why are you going for Rey? Uh, well, the, the answer is just simplicity. Uh, I had resistance has always been my favorite faction. So to get four tunes up to G13, I needed a total of five pieces. Granted, four of them were the finishers, so they took a little while. But uh, that P1 Sith Raid team, basically, it only took me five pieces to get them all up to G13. So it was just easier. I needed less gear to get resistance there first. Um, so they became my focus. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I was I was pretty equidistant as far as gear goes. I could have gone either way. Yeah, and now we want to do Vandor Chewbacca, so <laughs> go figure. I know. <laughs> uh, foolishness. It's great. Yes. You know, as a side note, if anyone decides to go out and relic their Vandor Chewbacca as a result of our conversation here, Clash does say that uh, because of math, which I won't get into, it, once he hits relics, he needs immediately to be boosted to relic four, or he actually gets in some ways worse. <laughs> Good um, to know. Because of how, because of his interaction with how he gets protection uh, up and he gets prepared, like that's, yeah, that's you know, it's a factor. So, just something to be thinking about. Uh, we don't need to dwell on it though. No. So, uh, you know, right now we're outside of Grand Arena. The Grand Arena ended and it's sad and everyone's bored. Um, our Discord server has lower traffic. It's, it's just, you know, the way, the way of things. It's the life cycle of Grand Arena. Um, I'm curious, though, what, what our next Grand Arena is going to be. What do you think it is, Solo? Um... Well, what do I think it's going to be or what do I want it to be? It's two different questions. Uh, unfortunately, I think it's going to be 3v3 with no ships. Um, just because I don't know if they're following a pattern, but if they are, it was what? 5v5 with ships, 3v3 with ships, 5v5 without ships. So kind of common sense says that it's going to be 3v3 without ships. Um which I actually don't want. So let's hope that <laughs> I'm wrong. <laughs> what are you guessing it's going to be? Uh, that's exactly what my thought is. Yeah. Uh, you know, like we've, that's the one mode we haven't done yet in Grand Arena Championships is right. 3v3 no ships. Now, I know that you don't like 3v3. Um, the question is, which do you prefer? If you have to choose one of these abominable horrible choices solo which which one would you choose 3v3 with ships 3v3 without ships uh without 10 times out of 10 because fleets are just boring and awful right now um i compare yeah, but... this ne negotiator meta to the jolie meta back in the day where it's just die revive timeout BS, basically. Um, though, I do now have my five-star malevolence 
beating seven-star negotiators more often than not. So maybe ships in Grand Arena wouldn't be that bad because I get to place my own negotiator on defense and then just bring my own malevolence on offense. Nice. I'm going to start. I'm going to call this episode the more often than not episode. <laughs> I support that. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it. That, and that's great. You know, um, being able to use malevolence to beat negotiator is going to be a huge deal because then you can put negotiator on defense. Yeah. Um, you know, that, and that's, that'll be good. So you and I were talking the other day, um, you know, I, I had this thought of, so we do 3v3 ships during 3v3. I would really like to try 5v5 ships, you know, back, harken back to the days of yore, um, you know, in ships 1.0 uh, and do 5v5 ships while we're doing 5v5. I support that only if I can pull back my old target lock team and just call fives in as the first reinforcement after a bunch of target lock is spread and just blow everybody up. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had no problems with 5v5 ships. I, I liked it better in 3v3. I was pissed when they went to 3v3. Yeah. I I had to learn all the rules again for a game mode I didn't really like anyways. Was... Right. <laughs> It's just kind of irritating. Um, yeah. Though I, I think it is funny, actually. It's kind of, you know, it's like, a, a, you know, you and I have been arguing whether, about whether 3v3 is a good game mode or not. And, you know, I know you don't like it. I do like it. The The question, you know, you, you say your argument is usually something along the lines of, like, they didn't design the game with 3v3 in mind. They designed it with 5v5, five-man squads. Right. You know, and that's that's legit. I think it's interesting that all of ships is the you know, technically designed with three V three in mind. <laughs> that that is interesting. well technically technically it was designed with five V five in mind and then changed to three V three in mind. So what are we gonna do when they, they come out with squads two point and it's all just three V three battles? Uh, so the cynical me is coming out and going to tell you that's not going to happen just because there's less tunes to sell and gear at that point. So they're not going to do that. Um, plus God, that would be, that would just be miserable. Every arena is going to be three tanks. Every arena team. There you go. Congratulations, guys. We released three new tanks. This is going to be more annoying than the last one. Right. Yep. Now with with more regen added yeah. <laughs> and an extra revive. <laughs> yeah. Yay! <laughs> now immune to annihilate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's. I'm only laughing because it makes me sad and I want to cry. <laughs> no, that that shift would be too big. I mean, they'd have to restructure all of the unlocking events, all of the assault battles, all of everything. Like, yeah. No, it won't I, happen. Yeah, I, I will be interested, though, if they made some kind of a concerted push to, um, you know, make specific squads for 3v3. Well, if you're going to have a game mode, you might as well design stuff for the game mode as 
opposed to just having a game mode then ignoring it. Right. Well, yeah, I, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, you know, they're they're promising oceans of characters, which we still haven't seen. It's been almost three months since the start of this year, so about a quarter done. Um, or maybe it's been two months. I'm good at math. Um, <laughs> but one way or another, like it, it's been a couple months. They've barely introduced anything new. Um, but I was thinking, so we we there's the new clone wars uh show that's going on right now and you know it's about the bad batch and i'm not going to give more spoilers than that like you can find that out by just looking at the title but um you know the bad batch is a really interesting group of people and i would love to have them in this game agreed yes and i was i was thinking about it and it it just seems it so they're, they're promising oceans of characters and right now it's hard to farm all the different characters right like you know i want i want the two first order characters i want the two ships you know y-wing and vulture droid and it's hard for me to farm all of them right now yeah um you know and that's only with four characters released what if they did just release a huge number of playable characters to the point where you know, we have to start, you know, right now we're, we're all choosing whether we're going to farm for Ray or we're going to farm for Kylo. I, I wonder if these oceans of characters are going to start necessitating us choosing specific squads to work on. Yeah. Well, it's going to bring us back to, uh, 2018 where it was released character after character after character. And it was just impossible to keep up for a little while. Um, that's what I thought was going to happen when they said this oceans of characters quote, which really disappointed me because I like the pace that we're at now because I get to gear all the characters up before they become farmable. Um, but 2018, it just was, I mean, they were releasing like five characters a month, basically a faction a month. Uh, see, I really liked that frenetic pace. Um, you know, you, it's not sustainable necessarily, but I liked it. I actually think that we might see it come up, though, soon. A and here's why. I think there's evidence to suggest that it will, because all of the assault battles that they're releasing, we're getting a ton more Zetas now. Yeah. Like a an extra Zeta per month, which is not insane. Like, we, are we were already getting a decent Zeta income. I'm already getting, like, three to four zetas every month now it's going to be like four to five you know pro probably closer to five honestly zetas yeah. every month like and i i still have a lot of different plans for my zetas but at this pace i'm going to outstrip all you know my list like you know i i feel like that's either they're going to have some new thing to spend zetas on that you know it's going to take 60 zetas to put you know, to Zeta someone, or maybe the new Galactic Legends are going to require, you know, a hundred Zeta mats per one ability or something <laughs> stupid. Yeah. Well, I'm fully expecting the Galactic Legends. Every ability is going to be a Zeta. Um, I, I just... <laughs> maybe it's only for, like, General Skywalker. I expect every, every ability to be a Zeta, though. Or at least five. 
Or maybe, you know, right now every ability has eight ability levels. Maybe the Galactic Legends will have a couple that are at nine. And yeah. maybe we'll have Theta mats as well. <laughs> you know, uh, who knows? But should be interesting. We're going to find out. We'll probably find out a lot more, like, tomorrow. Like, basically right. the same time people are listening to our podcast. Uh, that's how it always works. We record this Monday night, and then the next day, it's like, oh, look at all the stuff we could have talked about. I know. Uh, that's fun. It's not. <laughs> anyway. Um, so this is a Grand Arena-focused podcast, and we've, ta- we've talked about all of the news and stuff with a Grand Arena lens, kind of. Um, but we, should, we did have Grand Arena in the past week. We had matches, and... We need to fill people in on how we did. So, Solo, how did you end up in 5v5, no ships? Uh, well, can we skip to the alt section? <laughs> uh, well, from what we talked about last week, I got a win in my final match. <laughs> Unfortunately, that brought me to only 7-5 and five because of stupid, stupid mistakes that I made. Um, but... It ended, so that's good. But I still liked 5v5 better than 3v3. Yeah, I get it. Um, uh, just because you don't necessarily find success in a specific game mode doesn't mean that it's... Um, like, it, it doesn't mean that it's fun or not fun. Like, I, I still... My least successful Grand Arena season was 3v3. I, I enjoyed it. I do like 5v5 better, actually. But um, like, just because I did the worst in 3v3 doesn't mean I dislike it. But, and if you remember my 3v3, I think I started off like 5-0, and too. I started off with a bang in 3v3, and I still, still dislike it. <laughs> right. Well... Sometimes you get at things that you didn't ask for as well. <laughs> yeah. um, well, fair enough. You know, we'll, we'll have another season in another week or so. So we can shake that off and move forward. Right. Um, what you about know, you? Uh, How did you do? Well, I thanks for asking, Solo. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I've, I've made Kyber uh, five times previously and um i i think going into this week i was at uh eight and one so i needed to i needed to win two matches i also because it, it was like super it was like hyper exclusive kyber this time like the way the points worked out and all the feats and everything it was going to be really hard to get into kyber this year uh or this season and so what i needed i needed um three full clears and i needed two of those to be wins uh, moving into the final, um, and so I, I I ended up winning two of my matches with full clears, and the final match was going to be against a guy with uh, like just a crazy defense. If you look at Grand Arena history, it was like always Padme, always Darth Revan, always General Skywalker, always a really strong General Grievous squad every single time on defense, you know, without fail. And this guy had higher banners than me, and I, I really wish, like, I, I had a really great semifinals match. My opponent was 
like had way higher banners than me, way more success than me, like, you know, had me beat in almost every category. And I, I won that match, you know, and, and it felt great. And then the last match was going to be a, like the same thing. The guy also had more banners than me, um, you know, or lifetime banners. He had more, he had better mods, better, like better everything basically. And really wanted to match up with him, but I also really wanted to make Kyber and all I needed to do was full clear him and I'd be in even if I lost. And in the end I had to make a you know judgment call, a priority call, whatever you want to call it. Like you know, which do I value more? Like a one-off match, like you know, I've, we've played well over 100 matches in Grand Arena at this point. So like one win, which is great, you know, I love winning or guaranteeing that I make Kyber for the sixth time in a row. <laughs> and, it, you know, in the end, like, that's that's what shaped all of my choices. Like, uh, you know, I, I did end up just keeping most of my good squads for offense. And, um, you know, it, the, the match was really close regardless. I had the chance to potentially use my Treya and Scion as a duo to solo their uh, Geonosians, which weren't that, that strong. And I think I had an okay chance to get 62 banners there. And if that happened, then we would tie and I would win from tiebreakers. <laughs> and I decided instead that it, it just wasn't worth the gamble. I didn't have any other teams that could beat Geonosians, and so I might not full clear, and I needed that full clear, so I just took five characters and basically forfeited in favor of kyber so made kyber lost that match 10 and 2 it's pretty strong season yeah and we um we have to talk about that since you were supposed to get vindication for me against that opponent since he actually beat me in the final week of 3v3 um so this is all on you i'm just just you know laying that one out there that you well, did not do that for me I mean, I, I took what happened to you into consideration and it actually helped a little. I was like, uh, you know, it helped me make my decision easier because <laughs> I was like, I want to reward good behavior. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's that that was good information. I appreciate you sharing it with me. And this is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> it's one of the reasons. <laughs> um, so... You know, actually, one of my uh, one of the guys who watched my video, uh, you know, he provided some some good feedback, and I don't think he was uh, like super disrespectful here, but he he actually posted something and then he deleted it, but I, it still sent me the message uh, about it, and so, you know, he said that it's like basically the same thing. At like, he didn't like watching that episode because it was like, you know, instead of going for it in, in the Super Bowl, like. You know, instead of just going for it with your last down, you just punt and forfeit. And you're like, oh, well, at least I made the Super Bowl, you know, and it, it kind of equated it to that. Like, what would you rather do? Like, see someone go for the win or like, you know, and, and maybe make it, maybe not. Or or would, you know, would you rather just see that, see the team like not try for anything and just like, oh, well, we gave it a good shot. Like, I would be interested to hear what you think, Solo. Like, uh, I, I... <laughs> well, I would have gone for Kyber no matter what. Um, 
you know, I would have gone into the match wanting a win, but I would have gone for Kyber. That's, I, I think you're silly to risk Kyber uh, just because you want to attempt to get the win. Right, it's not even a guaranteed win. Like, right. I, yeah, and, and it, yeah, it, it was essentially because the guy's defenses are so crazy. It, it's like I need to guarantee that I clear, but it, to do so, I had to put some really bad teams on defense, or at least questionable teams. Yeah, so, I, I, I honestly, I think that 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 analogy, and maybe my, maybe the guy who was giving me the feedback uh, decided that that was too much of an accusation or something. I, I don't know. Cause, cause it's deleted and that's fine. I would have welcomed his feedback regardless. I actually thanked him for it anyways. Um, but you know, uh, I just think that it's, it's not the same thing. Like getting Kyber is a win unto itself. It, it, and it's like the biggest win that you can get. Right. Yes, Exactly. Um, so I think Kyber is more important than one win. Yeah, I, I could care less. Like, the rewards are fine. I like having extra Zetas, whatever. But I'm getting the same amount uh, from an assault battle every week now, probably, or <laughs> twice a week. So not not a thing I care about. Right. Um, you know, I, I care about... I want I want Kyber. I want the blue border uh, around my my name, so... Anyways, we can stop talking about it. I just, I, I thought it was an interesting thing. And, you know, you guys, if, if to our listeners, I would love to hear what you guys think about it. Uh, you know, if you come and visit us on Discord, which, um, you know, if you, it'll be linked in this description, um, you know, in the description for the show. But if, you know, it, we'll also have other ways to uh, get to it. So we'll tell you about it later in the show. But, um I would love to hear what you guys think on Discord and, you know, just let us know if I copped out, if you thought that it was punting, that it was just, I'm the worst human being possible um, or not. I, I would love to hear what you say. <laughs> um, I, as long as you agree with what I think. So, Obviously, <laughs> yes. I would, love, I would love it more if you guys agreed. But, um, <laughs> you know, and, and I will say this, you know, in fairness... I don't think it's as entertaining to watch. Like it would, it's so much more epic to be like, oh man, he's like potentially sacrificing Kyber for the win. Like, you know, you, <laughs> it's going to be more exciting, I think. But I'm, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe one day, uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll make a different decision, but not that day is not today. Uh, anyway, so. Let's move on to, we don't have podcast questions. Please, guys, give us podcast questions. We love to answer your questions, whether they're good questions or um, silly or otherwise. Um, love to hear from you. But we don't have that. So our next segment is Alt-Life. And this is the one that Solo wanted to skip to immediately. And tell us why Solo. Well, it's because I actually made Kyber with my alt. Um <laughs> You know, I end up finishing 11-1 and one on the alt. I went into the last round, and the guy I was going up against was ranked third overall in Division One. Um, and my defense actually 
stole 21 banners off him. It was it was enough to drop him from 3 to 17 overall when he won. And the only reason he won, uh, and literally the only reason he won, was because I had to attack before he attacked. And so, looking at his Grand Arena history, I knew he was going to try and um, undersize a bunch of battles. And so, I was trying to make up for that. And I got greedy, and I got killed by a Grievous because I went in with not a full team, and it just didn't work out. Um, so I ended up losing completely for my fault, because if I just went in with my normal team, I would have won by like 15 banners. Uh, <laughs> but end of the day, I made Kyber in the super exclusive Kyber club with my alt and not with my main. <laughs> and I, I love that it cost him top 10 I don't know. I'm vindictive, vindictive like that. I'm like, well, that's kind of a win. Yeah, that's absolutely a win in my book. <laughs> which, which is kind of messed up. It's like the guy was skilled enough to beat you. Like, you know, I, I don't, and I don't even know anything about him. So, like, right. not a, not a bad person. It probably makes me a bad person for like, yeah, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of enjoy that he didn't get a new title for that. Yeah, yeah, it's mean, but I'm okay with that. Because it means that my defense was doing something right. So, at least there's that. Because that, I think that's the lowest he scored in all of his battles, to be honest with you. Well, yeah. I mean, you're 11-0. and 0. I, I love that you, the final match was against two guys who were 11-0. and 0. Like, that's that's the pinnacle, in my opinion. Like, yeah. it doesn't get more epic than that. And so, so one of one of you has to lose and the other person, you know, obviously has to win. And, it, you know, so one guy gets all the glory of being undefeated and one it still gets 11 and one upon and Kyber. So pre- pretty cool. Right. Yep. Um, so how, how did you do in, uh, how did your all do in grand arena? Zareth? <laughs> oh, thank, thank you for asking solo. <laughs> My my alt also went eleven and one. Um, I lost to that guy who I accused partially of cheating, which he did not, by the way. Super <laughs> just skilled. I looked at all of his Grand Arena history. Just really good at min maxing. So props to him. Uh, that was in like week two or something. Um, so props to him, as I say. Um, and otherwise, I I just kind of ran the table against all of my opponents this last week. Like it it. The only I had two challenging matches in a row, one of which I lost. The one before that, I won. I actually had I had one. I guess it was one hard week, uh, and then the rest of it, like in Division Four, there's still a bunch of bad players. Like I'm not saying that all Division Four players are bad at all, um, but there's going to be uh, just a lot of like there's still just a lot of random guys who don't have Darth Revan yet. I mean, I don't have Darth Revan yet. Um, I could, but I'm just gearing other things right now and i don't find that i need him that much but like division four is about the same difficulty as division five from my experience so far so well congrats on kyber on that one then well thank you double kyber six times in a row actually (laughs) so 
honestly, you know, and I, I say that and it's, I'm a little bit boasting. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to claim otherwise. It, it's, it, it feels good, but you know, I think that my, my favorite thing is, you know, making Kyber in an individual season is a great accomplishment. I'm, you know, it's going to be really hard for me once I don't make Kyber on one of them. Like, <laughs> you know, right now I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to, uh, you know, continue the double Kyber thing and, it's just going to keep getting harder. So, yeah. um, so that's, that'll be great. Having more pressure. I like that. <laughs> I don't, but <laughs> yeah. Narrator. He didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it'll end well. <laughs> yeah. <It right>. wouldn't. <laughs> so yeah. Um, alt life has been fun. Uh, I, yeah, it's it's been good. It's I really enjoy that alt actually. I didn't even record my matches this time. I just played it for fun. So, um, anyways, we can move on. Uh, so we're both. We always try to tinker with our rosters, try to get ready for the next grand arena. You know, try to get some advantage going. Um, you know, which I guess is literally what I'm doing right now. <laughs> If you explain, if you excuse the play on words uh, with advantage, but um, what what are you doing to get your roster more prepared for Grand Arena? Uh, well, I'm working on Galactic Legend Ray. <laughs> this week, the only things I have done are uh, Poe to G13 and Relic Level Five, and then. Resistance Pilot to G13 and Relic Level 3. Uh, it is incredibly depressing to say that. Uh, but hopefully in a month, it will all be worth it. Yeah, assuming it comes out. I guess they said March. Or maybe they didn't say March specifically, but yeah. I know, you, like you, you sent me that picture of Resistance Pilot at Relic. Yeah. I think she was just two for a second when you sent the screenshot, which is fine. I believe that you did three. Um, it's yeah. not hard, but like I just had this moment of like feeling sorry for you. <laughs> but then I was like, you know what? That she's gonna be great as a pilot. Relic three on a pilot is fantastic if you're gonna use that pilot a lot. Right. Well, that I mean, that's still the question of how are these teams going to end up uh, being used? Because are we going to use the Radis consistently? I think once... It's a good question. So I, I think that they're going to... And this is, you know, going wildly on a tangent, I realize. But I think that eventually they're going to release another division and it, the cutoff will be like 6 million GP or something like that. Um and when we get there, we'll have one more squad in some random zone that we have to deploy. And we'll have a second ship in in there, is my wild guess. Yeah, probably. And Radis, Radis will be relevant then. Probably. I just care. So, well, here's my problem with that. Um, because it's obviously going to be Radis and Finalizer. And sure. They're forcing you to gear them, so everybody is going to have these <laughs> fleets geared. It's not like in the ground arena it's where it's like, does this person have this team? It's, oh, look, we're going to do the same two battles all every 
Grand Arena because Negotiator's better on defense and Malevolence is better on offense and Radis is better on defense and Finalizer is better on offense and it's just going to be re- become repetitive anyway. So it's they're really not leaving a choice of which teams are we going to face. It's really just the way that they've kind of developed it's just going to be very boring. Unless if they make the maps more dynamic, maybe it could be interesting. Like uh, I don't know. Uh, just it's hard to describe what I'm thinking it on. You know, just to describe it. But if they made zones where, you know, like what if you needed to use one fleet to uh, to beat one zone, and behind that is another squad zone. If you beat that squad zone, then behind that, then it's, it's another ship zone. It's like a bonus ship zone or so, you know, like there's, there's a lot of potential to make interesting maps tie in with an interesting, you know, like it would make fleets more interesting and tactical in my opinion, instead of unlocking the one ship zone and, Oh, there's two fleets that I expected. I'm going to use my two fleet counters. (laughs) And if I fail on either one, then I'm probably screwed. Right. You know, Uh, you know, they could make it a lot more dynamic in my opinion. Yeah, they they definitely can make it a lot more dynamic. Right now, it's very static. Um, well, this is that I love. That's why I like five v five no ships because right, you can unlock, you can you know beat one zone, and you still don't know all the teams you're facing. Right, you have to clear the front. It's it. You don't have an option. You have to clear the front to get a total picture, and that's two zones as opposed to. When they did 3v3 or 5v5 with chips, you only had to clear one front zone and you have a total picture. Right, which makes it way more boring, in my opinion. Yes. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I I would love them to get more maps, but we're, we're totally in the weeds right now. Um, <laughs> Fair. <laughs> uh, so, you say Resistance Pilot and Poe. Did you do anything else? Uh, no, it, it was just Resistance Pilot and Poe. What about you? Did you do anything interesting this week? You know, it, last week I did like almost nothing. I've just been hoarding. Um, and this this week, so my, my whole rule for myself while farming this, so I'm working on first order, um, you know, as we've already established. But for some reason, first off, I put Holdo up to gear 12. I spent two stun guns, which are precious still. Um, she's a gear 12 for a I don't know, for ship reasons, I guess. I don't <laughs> use her ship because it's only four stars. But um, my my rule has been I put gear on characters but not relics yet because I don't want to inflate my Grand Arena um, matching scores. Yeah. Um, unlike Solo. So um, I, I just... It, I All it does is piss me off to not... to have the match and not apply them. So they get applied right away. And that's fair. And you made the point of it's just really hard to keep track, like of all of these characters, of all the different relics and the mats you need. Like, right. it's just like really hard to plan that. And so it's easy. It is just it's simpler to put gear on characters and relic and whatever. So I get that. And you know, so I did put the gear, the final gear on uh, first order stormtrooper this week. Got him from gear twelve to gear thirteen, and 
I just kind of snapped. I was so sick of <laughs> uh, like not applying any relics at all. And I put, I moved him from gear 12 plus five all the way up to relic five. <laughs> and I, you know, everyone listening to this is like, yeah, we know you are. We saw your, your multitudinous screenshots and your speculation. <laughs> so, you know, if this isn't news to you, then I kind of apologize, but like, uh, he, he's just, he became super tanky. Like he was already tough to kill, but now it, it added like 20 more armor, 20% more armor, um, and a ton more hit points. And it, like he's just way harder to kill now, and I'm excited because because I've always liked him. I, I've always loved that character. He is a wonderful tank, and it, some part of me actually hopes that he isn't going to be used in the main first order team, only because you can actually use him. He's very plug and play. Yeah, and I could put him on another squad. So you know, he's probably just going to end up under like a B team with Hux. But um, in the off chance that he isn't. Yeah, he, he's very versatile. So did that. Oh, and the other thing, man, I, I think all these things I'm doing are interesting. <laughs> Go figure. Um, but First Order Officer, actually, um, maybe I talked to you guys about this last time. I don't know. First Order Officer hit gear 13, um, and I put a ton of really fast mods on him. Um, he's up to 308 base speed. Uh, which means that under the Kylo Ren unmasked lead, he is 338 speed, which is going to outspeed. Well, it's going to outspeed like most Darth Revan teams. But beyond that, because I'll still lose that match. Um, beyond that, though, it's going to outspeed most really fast Bosk teams. And I was really excited, or, or rather, Django teams with really fast Bosk. The ironic thing being, I was really excited to use that this week. And the the I ended ended up running into the fastest boss I'd ever faced in my second match, and then I'm and then I ran into the next fastest boss I'd ever faced, which was actually one speed faster than my previous. So I broke the record two times, and both times were like one speed faster and two speeds faster <laughs> than than my first order officer. So you know, big womp womp, sad trombone for me. Um, yeah, seriously. <laughs> I was seriously really excited to use that as a counter to kill Django squad <laughs> and just totally thwarted, but that's, there you'll have it. So um, just getting ready for first order. I think I'm mostly on track. Phasma's gear 12 plus five and nice. everyone else that I need is at gear 13 and I have a bunch of relics stashed. So I'm, you know, I'm not ready per se, but I'm, I'm close. Yeah. And with that, well, I th think that's uh, yeah. We need yeah. we need more interesting stuff to <laughs> talk about gearing for Grand Arena. <laughs> that's that's what that comes down to. <laughs> I know it's like after all of this, after all of these uh, gear pieces we've put on, it's like so. What new things are you killing with your resistance? Right. Nothing. <laughs> Next, no, just yep. like I was before. <laughs> yep, like she she dies approximately twenty seconds faster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, are you saving banners? No, got max banners before too. <laughs> and the uh, worst, yeah, the worst part is everything we're gearing. It's not even unique. You can ask ninety percent of this game right now, and say. Oh, what are you working on? 
resistance. What are you working on? First order. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, that's been bumming me out lately, actually. It's like, I've always loved having the distinction of like, you know, having, you know, I like, I'm like, oh, yeah, look at my first order. They're better geared than almost everyone's because I, right. I love the faction. and they've, They're a mainstay for me in Great Arena, you know, and they have been since the very start. But, you know, most most people didn't have that. And now in in like two or three or four months, it's like everyone is going to have the exact same stupidly high relic levels. Like <laughs> every person I meet is going to have a relic seven Kylo Ren. Yep. Like, every single person. Yeah. And that that's not fun to me. It's like, OK, it's like it's like Old Republic, really, like. <laughs> Everyone has Old Republic if they're competitive because everyone needed them to unlock Revan and Melek. Right. And everybody puts them on defense and lets me get 64 banners against them. <laughs> well, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah. People mostly just use Zalbar admission, and that's actually a good decision, in my opinion. Right. That whole Karth team is quite awful when used as the whole Karth team. I know. I'm so disappointed. I actually, my final, my second to final match this week, I faced that. Um, except they put Wampa as the fifth, and everyone but Karth was relicked. <laughs> and it's still soloable. That's because I, I faced one of those these, this week too, and I still just put Malak in and got 64 banners. And said thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. I yeah, I didn't do that, but I what did I do? I I think I used Jedi Training Ray for like fifty nine banners or something. Yeah, like and and it felt the exact same. I'm like, right. man, this relic, poor relic five Wampa. Like he he could probably murder me if he ever got a turn. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a bummer, but. I, I want, as a super tangent note, I would really love a Relic 5 Wampa. Agreed. Agreed. So, uh, on that note, you know, maybe we should name the episode uh, Regrets for Wampas. And <laughs> totally clickbait, because we don't know how to talk about Wampa till like, the last minute of the show. But, um, <laughs> no, it's still going to be more often than not. So, anyways, uh, we have one last segment and it is completely owned by solo at this point so um solo could you please tell our awesome listeners who are still listening i'm sure uh what kind of things we have uh available like we we do we generate all this content and we're passionate about this game and we have a ton of free really helpful in our opinions tools for our people who want to watch our stuff um what what kind of things do we have and how can people get to those? Uh, well, we uh, it's already been mentioned about the Discord channel. Uh, we have a Discord channel with many people that like to discuss Grand Arena and to some extent Territory Wars, mainly Grand Arena. Um, <laughs> I know. We, we say Territory Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can find the link to our Discord channel in the description of this podcast. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, uh, you can find the link to our Discord if you search for our YouTube channels. Uh, you can find that. It's 
My name is SoloBase15, S-O-L-O-B-A-S-S-1-5. Zareth is X-A-E-R-E-T-H. If you search for either of us on YouTube, you will find our YouTube channel that has all of uh, our fights in Grand Arena. And all the videos will have links to our Discord channel. And they will also have a link to our counter sheet, which is probably the most useful tool that we have out there. And that is a Google Doc that has a list of all the teams that we faced. We say the, or we show the full team that we face. We show the full team that we fight with. And most importantly, there's a timestamp link so you can watch how the counter actually works rather than just seeing a sheet that says uh, Jedi Training Ray can beat First Order. You get to watch how she gets to beat First Order. And uh, something tells me you're going to need to know more and more about that counter because everybody will have an R7 KRU and an R7 JTR at the same time. And on that note, I think it's time to say goodbye, Zareth. I believe so, Solo. So, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for joining. Have a great week.